ladies and gentlemen. Welcome on back to the X-Wing segment of the Wide World of Wargaming. As always, I am your host, Vincent Leonard Morgato. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Jeff Wilder. Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a good week. And we are missing Drew Bishop tonight because he is off playing uh, hairdo with Cherry. So he will be back next week, and hopefully he'll be back when we have some points to talk about. Um, but tonight, we received a response over the last couple days to our... Uh, mentioning of a little problem regarding Vassal. Um, apparently, Muon, the developer of the Vassal mod for X-Wing, responded publicly to Jeff's little uh, incident with the ARC tracker, and then we personally were contacted by uh, another member of the public who we will not name because it's not his... It's not, strictly speaking, his statement. So, Jeff, uh, the way I understand it, the, the argument he gave boiled down to... The pictures on Vassal are inaccurate, but the arcs are accurate. Co correct. That okay. Is, that's, what the argue, that's what he said. That's what it boils down to. Okay. I'm glad to know that I can still summarize things for dumb people like me. Uh, why is that? In what world is that acceptable? Um, I mean, what it really comes down to is... Um, well, okay, let's let's make it as simple as we can. It's sure. acceptable in a world where most people don't even know about it. Um, so the the leader of the the runner of the vassal tournament um, where this happened to me was not aware that it was a problem. Um, I was aware that that arcs had been a problem in the past several years ago. I was not aware that it had not been resolved. Um, so that the arcs match, for instance. Yeah. So that's the simplest answer. It's just it's 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 an issue that while while the arcs never match, they're always wrong in Vassal, right? And by wrong, I don't mean that the the arc that Vassal throws is wrong. I mean that it doesn't match the arc that's on the ship piece. So that yeah. is the wrongness, right? That's always true. It's always wrong. The thing is that the number of cases in which it matters are where where it actually makes a difference are pretty rare. Now, the number of cases where it's noticeable are a little more common, but if it's noticed and it doesn't actually matter in your game, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna raise a stink about it. You're, there's not gonna be an issue, right? There's no reason to to bring it up to anybody, even. Um, sure. And. It, Frankly, if you faced the kind of resistance and ridiculousness that I've faced in trying to bring this up to people, why would you want to bring it up to anybody? Well, because we like to fight. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like I am I am hard to, sh to, to shout down and you are hard to shout down. And, you know, so so but we're we're not the norm, you know, and we're not popular. <laughs> Right. I, <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, anyway, but I, I just, uh, I I did prepare like sort of an organized um, organized response to, to Muon's statement, which, you know, was basically, as he said, came down to um, it's, it's wrong. I know it's wrong. It's kind of a pain in the ass to fix. I don't really want to go to the trouble of fixing. Do you want to go to the trouble of fixing it? Yeah, I noticed that part too. Yeah, so that that's kind of what the statement came down to, and it's kind of hard to 
it's hard to really argue with that because I'm not a graphical designer. I don't have the 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 know-how to put the effort in to to fix it. You know, um, I'm not a coder, so that's that's a difficult thing to argue. Um, at this point, my goal is sort of to just make sure that as many people know about the discrepancy as possible because. You cannot rely in a close situation. You can't rely on making an eyeball judgment of the arcs and vassal. No. So. It's which is all right. I, you you have been familiar with vassal far longer than I have. Yes, so it's around. I think, I think my first time on vassal was probably late in 2013. Okay, now first, this first is a loaded X Wing was late in 2013. I actually used it before X Wing, but yeah. This is kind of a loaded question, but also not. Um, has there been what kind of monetary support for Vassal has there been from the community? Any at all? So Muam was pretty resistant actually to taking donations for a long time. Uh, I don't blame of, him for that. A bunch of us uh, constantly suggested it. He finally allowed it. Um, I have no idea what kind of an income stream it is. I I suspect that over the years I've contributed probably in the vicinity of like thirty bucks to Basil. Uh huh. So nothing nothing really significant, honestly. Um, okay. But, but I I appreciate it. I like to be able to play X Wing on in an online capacity. So so I've contributed to it now. If every single player that played Vassal contributed even ten dollars, then that's a pretty significant amount of money. I doubt that's true, but if P gamers are cheap, unless it comes to models, everything in our everything else we're cheap, but models, no, 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 we throw throw money at it. Um, I was only asking because I was wondering what kind of if there was any, what would you call it? Uh, unofficial obligation maybe to correct this. So in, in law, we would call that um, guarantee of merchantability, for instance. And no, and no, there's not. Okay, um, it's a it's a labor of of love for Muon, and I suspect, judging from my interactions with him most recently, it's more starting to feel like a a, a labor of responsibility. Like I, I almost feel like, and I'm only speculating here. I'm not. He hasn't said anything like this to me, but it's just what it feels like to me. Um, it feels like it's starting to be he would feel bad if he stopped engaging with, if he stopped supporting Vassal, rather than he really, really wants to keep supporting Vassal. You know what I mean? If you see the distinction. Yes, I do. And the other thing is probably right now in this situation, he probably feels a certain type of way about making sure that this resource is available. Mm -hmm. um, especially if I don't know his level of engagement with the community outside of Vassal, but I assume that somebody who cares enough about X-Wing to build an entire game module for it probably feels a certain type of way about helping the community stay together in, you know, an absolutely unique situation like COVID. Right. Right. That's probably... Um, and look, and you know, before anybody go, before anybody assume tries to imply what I'm trying to say, I want to make this perfectly clear. I am. We are talking about this only in the pursuit of making Vassal and TTS as good as they can be. 
just I have no personal investment in Vassal. And frankly, with TTS, it cost me twenty dollars. What did he freaking do? Yeah, um, uh, and I, it really should not need to be said over and over again. But there's a no, certain people... there's a certain type of person in the X Wing community that is so concerned with uh, currying favor and and the appearance. Of, I mean, honestly, just. To, so concerned with not alienating people that they consider to be important in X-Wing that they don't really, they don't pay attention when you say things like, I love Vassal. I've been playing it for seven years. I've contributed to it. I really appreciate Milan. I've, I've suggested bug fixes. I've suggested features. I've, you know, Vassal is something that I like. I'm not going to this trouble because I want to make Mulan's life hard or for any other reason other than I just want Vassal to, to be as accurate as it can be. It's Vassal is so, so commonly touted as being accurate and precise, much more so than the table. The problem is that when it's wrong, it's precise. So it's wrong all the time. Yeah. The table is wrong a lot, but you you don't know who it's going to be wrong for. It's a it's a, you know it's a, it's a fairness thing. It's it's Vassal is always wrong in terms of the arc being too narrow. Yep. So um, I started I started examining the uh, the the cardboard whatever you want to call it the image uploaded when i was looking at vassal and then i would and then i just i keep my my hobby stuff is right next to my laptop because i do everything at my kitchen table and you can see the difference in the card compared to the image on vassal yeah. you can just see it yeah, the, the lines angle, are for, the angle of the arc is a little bit bigger and and it's but it, it, the card is thinner hmm it's it's I, I didn't hold it up because that would be a matter of aspect ratio, but it's misshapen and it's just the right amount of misshapen to throw to throw this kind of thing off. And. Well, keep in mind, I'm a, keep in mind that the, the ship token, though, isn't the only thing that's on the table. The table's also got the plastic base. So the the vassal ship token is the size and we can get into this more later. Like I said, I've got a very organized response. But yeah. the vassal ship token is approximately the size uh, of the ship token and the plastic base without drawing the plastic base. Uh huh. So the, the plastic base is supposed to be four centimeters square, 40 millimeters square, which approximately equates to 113 pixels square. And that's what it is in Basel is 113 pixels square. Okay. Well, then I'm wrong. Uh, and let's but go ahead and move. You're not wrong in that you can see that the 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 arc in Vassal is just ever so slightly. The angle is just ever so slightly. Um, the angle is drawn on the ship token in Vassal is just ever so slightly wider than it should be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, you you said you had a nice detailed response, and like I said, you know far more about Vassal than I do. So, you know, let's let's move on to your next 
The counselor continue with the questioning. All right. So in his response, and I, and since his response, by the way, I've had a couple of exchanges with him on the fantasy platform. So I'll be I'll be incorporating that in as well. But um so uh, basically Muan says that the problem has been it does exist, he, he uh, says, and it has been an issue for years. He says he's gone over it a few times over the years with people. Um, he says that it stems from a few things. It stems from Vassal using 113 by 113 pixel squares um, because real life bases are sometimes square and sometimes a little less square. Yep, yep. Um, Nobody knows what the, the intent is, so they somebody decided we're just going to make them 113 pixels square. Um, he said the ship images are apparently, and I'm quoting from God knows when, um, the ship images are old enough and the provenance just really isn't known. Um, he says that the ship images and the auto arc image are generated in different graphical ways. So he used like raster and vector and these words that I honestly just don't understand. I'm not a graphical person. I'm not a, a coder. So, but they're I'm not. I'm familiar with vector art by name. That's about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're not compatible with each other. And so they introduce some arbitrary angle choices. Um and he also finally says that the vessel image itself can offset by a pixel depending on the way that the ship is oriented. So now we're talking about less than a 1% change, right? One pixel yep. out of 113 pixels is less than 100%, is less than 1%. So, yep. Um, so his suggestion is just accept the inconsistencies um, between the arc as it's shown on the ship token and the arc as drawn on vessel. And, he says, the reason you should just accept the inconsistencies is it's fair to everybody, since everybody's got to suffer under the same thing. Uh, the differences are smaller than errors that are introduced in real life games. And he says it's a compromise. Uh, nobody can agree how to fix it. Therefore, there's no uh, there's no impetus to fix it, right? Uh, I think the what goes unstated there is if I do fix it, I'm going to piss off somebody. Um, somebody won't like the method that I use to fix it. So therefore let's not fix it. Um, now all of that is, uh, I, I don't think that there are any, uh, I don't think that there's anything not factual in that. Right. Um, no, it doesn't sound like it. The problem is that it doesn't really address the point The the underlying point that I've been trying to raise isn't that the arc and vessel is wrong. Um, the underlying point is just that the arc as drawn on the ship token by which you're supposed to make judgments within the game, because you're not allowed to use vessel's throne arc, you're not allowed to use the auto arc in the game until certain portions, like you're, you're engaging. You're not otherwise yeah. allowed to use it. Yep. So you have to make your judgments from the arc as drawn on the, the piece, the ship token, yep. those don't match. And that is all that I'm getting at here. Those do not match. And, and without a really, really good reason in a game that's supposed to be so, uh, such a skill game, such a matter of, of outmaneuvering your opponent, getting their ships in arc and keeping your ships out of arc, that's a major thing. Um, 
And when it affects every single small base ship in every single game, as it does, it doesn't necessarily have a practical effect on the game, but it happens in every game, then that's a, that's a pretty major thing. Um, yeah, that, that's not a rare problem. That's a... I, I, I don't know how to describe that. That's a... I, I think... Would you say time bomb? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. That's that's a good point. That's sort of a good way of p- putting it. It's a problem that always exists. It just doesn't always blow up. Yep. You know. Um, so I don't think the problem is that the decision was made to make the bases uniform. I don't really know why he brought that up, but I don't think that's the problem. That's a good decision. You've when you've got conflicting data and you want to have a consistent game you you make a decision and you make it consistent that seems reasonable to me um the problem isn't that the vassal arcs don't perfectly match real life peace arcs um arcs from ship to ship in the real life games don't match nobody expects vassal arcs to perfectly match real life games that's not the point that i'm getting at them that's not what i'm looking for here um, the problem isn't that the vassal arcs are a little bit narrower than real life games, if they are a little bit narrower, and it wouldn't be that they're wider than real life games if they were a little bit wider. Again, that's not the point that I'm getting at. It isn't a, a comparison with real life games. Um, I don't really understand why that's why that's being brought up. Um, the problem isn't that the vassal's arc is drawn from the token is objectively incorrect. As far as I know, it's not objectively incorrect. I mean, I don't know that it's objectively correct either, but I, since that's not the point of what I'm talking about, it's sort of irrelevant. I don't, I don't know that the arcs are wrong. I just know that the arc doesn't match what's drawn on the ship token. Um, so I, I, the thing about the compromise sort of got under my skin a little bit. Um, so I, I don't believe that the problem is that people can't agree how to fix it. Like when when they decided to make the ship tokens 113 pixels square, right? Uh-huh. That, that had to annoy the people who found ship tokens that weren't 113 pixels square. But that yeah. didn't stop them from deciding to make the ship tokens 113 pixels square. The, no, they would go ahead. They would have made a decision based on what they felt would be would reflect the most accurately on reality. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the and, only decision to make. Yeah. So I don't think that that thing about people can't agree how to fix it holds any water. You just make the choice to fix it to make it as to put it where you want as accurately as you want to reflecting real life. That's and also, uh, also if this problem is as old as you, as you've explained, um, clearly that, and he's brought this up several times, opportunities have been there to correct it while this was still a, I won't call it a niche part of the hobby, but a smaller part of the hobby. Right. Like you, it's this could have been done when it, when the community, the vassal community was three or four thousand people. Not, I don't know what the breakdown is, but let's just say half the people playing X Wing online right now because they can't go to their stores. Right. Yeah. Um, and also, you're not under any financial obligation to anyone, so you get to make those decisions. 
that's yeah. your, your it's not a response that's not a responsibility that's a that's the privilege that is the power of being the guy who operated the man behind the curtain that's exactly right that's that's so, what I'm, you, you you felt the power to make them 113 pixels square exactly the power to make the arcs match like like honestly like you said you're not a coder i'm fucking not a coder um but I wonder how hard is it really to because because they've put in new ships recently within yeah. the last year and a half. Many of them like they've put in off the top of your head. They, it, they How many ships have been introduced in 2.0? Nine? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't I don't know the numbers. I can tell you that from what I've from from the little bit of testing that I've done, that it seems to be a small, small base problem medium bases don't seem to have it um, nor do large bases now okay. i haven't been exhausted in checking that uh one i don't really feel a responsibility to have to be exhaustive in checking it yeah. but they do seem more accurate um medium bases and large bases now the the new ships otherwise small base ships they're just inheriting the code from from the small base ships that already exist so, okay. in other words, the, the medium-based ships were done from scratch. Small-based ships are just inheriting some code, I assume. I mean, I don't see any reason why they would build them from the ground up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, then in that case, if you can code accurately for a medium, clearly it's just a question of numbers. Uh, it's, yeah, a question of, it's a question it. of scale. Yeah, I'll get into that a little bit later if you can hold off. But keep that in mind because yes, there are some there are some issues that uh, I suggest, and there are some some responses that Moan has made. Um, so, but yeah, keep that in mind. There are I think that there are probably solutions to this. Um, uh, again, of course, there have to be. Yeah. Well, again, the. The resistance to simply admitting the problem was has been remarkable to me. Not from Muon, because I'm not exactly sure why it took him a week, but he he had no problem admitting the problem exists. Right? He may have just been out of communication. Exactly. But right, from it's other really that easy. Other people said, I, I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many people tell me, "Oh, you're you've got." You're measuring the arc wrong. You're measuring. Oh, the we're arc. gonna we're gonna talk about people in the community arguing, uh, arguing personally things of things of pure object objectivity. We're gonna get into that later. Go ahead. So, so that's the there's a there is a, a tremendous resistance to um, to changing things. Um, it's just this. It's it's remarkable to me that anybody cares that much uh, about this. You know, it's um, about, it's remarkable to me that anybody cares so much about keeping things wrong. I just, I don't, I don't really get that. But so the, the, the other big argument seems to be that, Hey man, Vassal is so much better than, than tabletop in terms of precision and tabletop. You've got, uh, not tabletop simulator necessarily, but table face to face. And in face to face games, you've got bumping, and you've got people's clumsy hands measuring, and you've got just people just making mistakes, and you've got 
So all of that is true, but again, it's missing the point because in a in a face-to-face game, if you screw up, if you knock a ship over, um, your second turn out of your starting area, right? And you have to replace it. Well, first of all, you're replacing it, and the convention is that you ask your opponent if where it's replaced is okay with them. Mm-hmm. All right. Second of all, nobody knows whose favor that's eventually going to end up in. Yep. No, nobody has a clue. It's it's an in it's an inaccuracy, but it's an inaccuracy that doesn't matter, right? Yep. Um, this is different. If 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 I judge, if I'm on a face, if I'm on a real life game. And I'm in the same situation I am in here, where my opponent and I both agree the ship is actually an arc. It doesn't even go to a judge. No. Uh, I, I mean, the the fact that this was that this ship was so clearly in arc that my opponent admitted it, and yet we still had to go to the the judge of the tournament. And then to the uh, maintainer of the graphic uh, of the module, and both ruled against me because, for whatever reason, what you see on the table does is not. There's no expectation that it match what Vassal invisibly tells you is correct. Yep, um, that's that's remarkable. And people are uh, there are a lot of people who. They're not exactly okay with that, but they're okay with not changing it. Um, I, uh, I I mentioned this before, but you know, it's Vassal is precise. There's no question it's precise. The problem is that precise and accurate are different. And Correct. It, this is precisely inaccurate. It is it, always wrong. It is intentionally missing directly where it is missing. Yes. It's, yep. it's, it is, it, it is, is, it is as if you intentionally missed dropping a bomb a, a foot outside of where you needed it to drop. Yeah. So, in, in I, short, I, this isn't, this isn't, oh, well, sometimes shit happens. This is, this is known to be perfectly precise, inaccurate, and wrong. Oh, well, nothing we can do about it. Yeah, um, it's not um, random. It's not imprecise the way that real life errors are. The error is deliberate. It's known to some people. It's intentionally not fixed. It's very precise and it's constant. It's deliberate. Um, so what it comes down to is the arc on the ship token is is literally misleading players. And the thing that's ironic is that it's misleading the most observant players with the best visual judgment, which. Considering that the best players in the world play Vassal and uh, it's considered the the platform for the best players in the world, that's just very ironic to me um, that it punishes most people who are best able to make judges from judgments from the arc printed on the ship token. Well, I, you know, there, there are also the, uh, the myriad, shall we say, under the table ways of checking if something's in arc. Uh, I'm going to go back to much older times. Shout out to anyone who remembers these days. Uh, 
I used to play a, a computer game called Counter-Strike. And one of the things that was known, like the really competitive guys would do, is they would toggle through all the different rect, uh, re, uh, targeting reticles and they would find the exact mid pixel on the screen in front of them. Yeah. And they would mark it. So that oh, no matter what, as long as they put that pixel on somebody's head, they always it was always a headshot. There, there was no question about it. There was no way around it. This was a thing that was done. Guys would put permanent marker or paint on their screen. That's amazing. Um, and I it, mean, yeah, I mean, that's definitely true here. Like, for instance, when I when Vassal first told me no ship and arc, I, I was just boggled. So I held up a sheet of paper. Yeah. Because I'm like, there's no possible way that's not that's true. There's no possible way. So I held up a sheet of paper to the to the drawn arc and saw that it overlapped the ship base by a quarter of a base. And I was like, ooh, ooh, that's crazy. I, I don't know what to do here. You see that that's an arc, right? And my opponent's like, yeah, it's an arc. Um, what do we do here? Well, we have to ask the... I don't think you can ignore va what Vassal says is an arc, is what my opponent told me. Um, I was like... And like sorry, do you mind if I... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, like, we, you mentioned earlier that there are specific times where you are allowed to measure arc with the ship. Well, does this mean that everybody at home probably, before they start making reposition decisions or before they start, you know, before they start making reposition decisions, should pull out a piece of fucking paper? Exactly. Like, Why would we want to encourage that? I mean, it takes... Because that's, that's literally cheating. It's By the rules of explain, that is literally cheating. Yes, yes. And not only is it literally cheating, but it takes a lot of time. It's like it's yeah. a time, it's a time waster, you know? It, it's like yep. um, so yeah, why would we want to encourage that? Well, the thing about it is though, well, God forbid you do cheat, because as it turns out, if you do it, you're just cheating yourself. If it's close enough, you're gonna measure that it's in arc by cheating, but it's gonna be out of arc anyway. Um, so, well, what I mean by that is like, if you, if you were, if, if you were to be the guy that measures with a piece of paper and you see that it's close enough that the error is going to be there, that's a, dis that's a reposition that you should not have. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you have officially gained information over your opponent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I just, it, there are so many reasons to fix it if it can be fixed. And I, I think I find it difficult to believe that it can't be fixed in some method. Um, so, so as I've sort of tried to uh, sort of tried to demonstrate, I'm not entirely sure that because of his responses, I'm, I, I'm not entirely sure that Muan understands that what I'm talking about isn't where Vassal throws the arc. It isn't how the ship token is drawn. It's that the way the ship token is drawn doesn't match with how the vessel throws the arc. It yeah. isn't one of these things or the other things. It's the way that they match up. I don't care which, whether it's wider or narrower or, or whatever. I only care that it matches. I, I, you don't care which one is wrong. You care that one of them is wrong and that it is affecting the gameplay. That's exactly. I, literally that's it. That's it. Yeah, it's um, not complicated. 
so um, so what are, what are possible solutions? So Muon suggests that I quote contribute new images and prove how they're necessary. Um, so that to me is another sort of clue. I'm not really sure he understands what I'm talking about here because I would think that the arc is literally bent. It's literally bent. And so the information provided as false would be its own proof that a change is necessary. But yep. I guess not somehow. Um, I, I certainly don't have the graphical ability or the time to provide new images. It, it seems like sort of a shame that that is uh, some kind of gateway requirement to pointing out that there's a problem. Um, but that's the... That's the attitude that I've gotten. Um, is that you know, if you if you think it should be fixed, um, fix it. Um, so uh, if I were going to suggest a solution, I'd suggest these. And, and just again, keep in mind, I'm not a coder, just like you're not. Where I don't know the real um, feasibility of these. Uh, it's just me thinking, basically. Um, so the first thing that I thought was just don't show the arcs on the ship tokens. If it's better to not give any information at all than it is to give wrong information. Yep. Um, so just don't show any. Now that's I think both of us are like yes, it is better, but that's still not what we what we actually want, right? We no, we want the arcs on the on the ship tokens. Um, so we want as close to a realistic experience as possible. Exactly. Exactly. Um, like, so like we're using Vassal as a stand-in. Exactly. I would not be using TTS and Vassal if I could go to Isle of Gamers and play what I call real X-Wing. Right. We, the, like to me, this is this is the hollow deck. And the aesthetic part of the game is important. That's why so many people prefer TTS because. Yeah. ETS is aesthetically better than Vassal. I like Vassal better. You know I like Vassal better. But aesthetically speaking, TTS is is better. Well, Jeff, you're a technician. And, and that's um and that's a real reason to like it. I mean, I don't I don't hold it against people for liking it better for that reason. Um, the second thing that occurred to me is okay, so you've got this you've got this tech that throws the arc forward, right? Yep. What if you just have the same tech that throws the arc backward, that throws the that extrapolates the arc that's going forward, so that it projects backward onto the ship token. Now I'm not a coder, but I did take Pascal in college, and I know that I can write the algorithm for that, right? Where if I know that if I know how a an arc spreads out in front i know that i can write the algorithm so for how it it narrows behind the the starting point um if you do that then you've you've absolutely by definition you've got arcs that match yep uh so that applies yep. that seems to me like a, a surefire way to do it so when i suggested to move on his response to that was i don't want to touch that the auto art code because it's 4,000 lines and it's under engineered. I don't know exactly what that means, but the, the upshot of it is, I think 
he's basically saying, I'm afraid I'll fuck it up. And, and I really don't want to fuck it up, which again, hard to argue with. I'm not. Well, uh, okay. I will, let me counter that real quick. Um, since this, since COVID has started, there have been like at least six or seven major updates to X-Wing on Tabletop Simulator. Major. Tabletop right. Simulator did not have an auto arc way before this stuff, before this happened. It oh, didn't wow. have one at all. It didn't even have bullseye arc. Hmm. Like visible. So you, like had, you had everything. You were right clicking and you were, to, it was three rings. It was a, it was three rings and then a, a, a an arc indicator and that's it. Like it, I, if I remember correctly, it was like an old video. It was like missile. Def, it was almost like missile defender, where it was a circle, and it, it literally popped up a circle with four lines through it, and then two interior rings. Huh. That was the old TTS arc indicator, and you had to guess, and it was hideous. Like Vassal or TTS is a lot prettier now than it used to be. Huh. If you're telling me that it's harder for Muon to change the auto arc that it is for TTS to go from a single, just a block pop-up of a, of a circle with range gates on it, essentially, to go all the way to throwing individual arcs that are tracked onto mobile arcs and fixed arcs. I'm calling bullshit. Well, yes, and but keep in mind that people do have, uh, they, they do have different lives. They do have different tolerances for what they're willing to put in. Um, so it may not be harder. I mean, it may be harder. We don't know. But we, it may not be harder. But it it might be relatively harder for Muon to do it than it is for... Well, then I think we need to just say what it is and say it's more than he wants to do. I think that's absolutely true. I, I don't think that he's I, hidden that. I don't think he's, okay. he's hidden that. And, and, and I find that... I find that unfortunate, um, uh, and and I and I wish it weren't true. But I also he's not doing this because it's making him a shit ton of money. He doesn't. He's not. Yeah, that's why. And which is why I asked about it earlier. Yeah. So you know, it's just it's like I, I just want to get it out there that um, that this is the case, and see if maybe a solution can be found. Um, you know, v Vassal has found solutions for a lot of stuff. Um, so Vassal is the reason that the the ship collision rules, which are very intuitive to us now, right? But when we started Vassal, they were not intuitive at all. Did you know we had to teach the developers of the game how to do ship collisions where you do the train tracks behind, ahead and behind so that you position yeah. the correctly we had to teach the game developers how to do that they were getting it wrong at worlds um that was all pretty much developed by players on vassal um now if now of course you've got auto collisions but back in the day you positioned the ship and then you ask your opponent does that look good to you and your opponent would say yes or here let me adjust it a little bit does that look good to you and as you can imagine games took fucking forever but yep um so the third thing that I suggested uh, that I have to suggest is just a, a binary toggle that doesn't give you any kind of range information except whether a ship is in your whether ships are in your heart. 
Yeah. Now people don't people are resistant to this one because apparently it's okay to have wrong information, meaning the whatever the ship token shows you is the arc. But it's it's not okay to give people more information than they might otherwise have, according to the arguments that I'm getting from, from people. That's bizarre to me. Um, I literally can't wrap my head around why people think it's okay to have wrong information to deliberately and intentionally and knowingly give wrong information, but it's bad to give a little bit more information than you need to. Because that, if, I mean, and this is, it's short-sighted, but I think the, the thought that they're all saying is, well, this new, giving my, in the abstract, giving my opponent more information could cost me games instead of the obvious counterpoint, which is you also get this more information. Right, right. Like this, um, no one is especially benefiting from this. Exactly. And it would just be, uh, it would be one of those conventions on Vassal. Well, you know, we know Vassal is inaccurate. So I'm going to do my, uh, I'm going to do my informal art check. Is that cool with you? Yeah, that's cool with me. That that one ship is pretty close to what Vassal thinks is an art. So go ahead and check it. Right. Or even um, it. Even if you were to, you could make it a convention that they can't put the actual arc down, but they're allowed to toggle their firing options. Yeah, see, that's that's the thing. But I see, I'm not even saying firing options. I'm saying have a new command that doesn't give any information except that ship is in arc. Oh, sure, it does. Yeah, doesn't give range. Doesn't give. It doesn't give obstructed. Doesn't give you anything except that ship is in arc. Yep. That would be, I can't imagine that that would not be trivial to code, considering how much less it is than control plus ship plus F. Oh, uh, right. Don't, don't talk to me about keyboards. I don't want to, I don't, I no. Right. I use um, the control click menu. Fuck, fuck the assortment of ridiculous key combinations. Yeah, that's, why I call, that's why I call TTS the Linux uh, of online simulators. <laughs> I mean, at least when you learn them, they're they're fast. Um, I really want to learn the the left click, the the mouse click interface because I think it's amazing and beautiful and and really remarkable. It's just that uh, learn. It's sort of like the way that I know how to touch type, but when I touch type, my hunt and pack typing speed that's forty five words per minute drops to twenty words per minute, even though I'm touch typing. Yep. Um, it's just too much. It's too much work and it and it detracts from everything else. The final suggestion that I had for a solution was just fix the fucking ship images, man. Um, that's the easy one, isn't it? I, I would think I, I can't do it. But does that really mean it's not doable? No, uh, there just... is so much that I can't do that is actually doable. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I, that's that's basically all I got. Um, I I think that the the resistance to making the change is largely bullshit. Um, it's largely inertia. I think that there's a fair amount of realistic and hard to argue with. I just kind of quote. I just kind of don't want to do it. Um, and, and I'm sympathetic to that. Um, but. You know, if that's if that's really the major impetus, then just use the binary arc check. 
Yeah. Just code it in there and just use it. Um, it's the it's by far the going to be the simplest, and it really isn't that big a deal. Nope. Um, but there's resistance to it because, of course, there is. It's the X1 community. It's it's any it's any community. Okay. I mean, like, uh, I've never I've never been in a gaming community where people where a change was suggested and at least some portion of it didn't go. No, rabble, rabble, rabble. I don't like that change. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a weird thing, right? Because I'm in this position now where I've been playing X Wing for so long that I have seen the cycle. I mean, literally ten times. I will make yep. a suggestion. It will just be eviscerated. All right. So, do you know the rule about if you're stressed and you show a red? maneuver you go too forward yeah sure that's mine i suggested that rule five six years ago maybe more five six years ago um and it was eviscerated it was torn apart it was it, it was shut down by the developers sure enough it happened and, and I've seen that happen over and over and over again through the course of X-Wing. And it, it's just, it's like this combination of amusement, um, like like inevitability, they will come around to the way I'm thinking. So don't, don't pay attention to the idiocy right now um, sort of thing. Um, but, you know, eventually it's, this is going to get fixed. Somebody's going to fix this in some way or... Vassal will work out uh, an informal thing. Hey, that that ship is really, really close to being an arc. Can I do a control shift F check? Can I do an, a firing options check? And the opponent, if he's not a douche, will say, "Sure, of course you can." Yeah, go for yeah. it. Um, you know, or maybe it'll just work out where I'll be like, uh, "Hey." The ship's obviously an arc. Do you agree the ship's an arc? Uh, yes, I agree the ship's an arc. Um, well, Vassal says it's not. What do you want to do about it? Well, it's obviously an arc. Take your shot. Um, hopefully I, that I, happens someday. I yeah. don't understand why your opponent questioned that being the result in the first place. Um, it's a. I mean, the thing about it is that uh, I... I didn't question him questioning it because I it sort of is understood that you go by what Vassal tells you. It's just that um it's just that when it's because it's rare it's it's actually pretty rare that it's this blatant and that it has this much of an effect on the game. Right? Um yeah. So, so I didn't really like. I wasn't holding it against him that he he it, he knew that it was an arc as drawn by the on the ship token, but he didn't want to give me the shot. I didn't. Well, I mean, really... I guess. I, sorry, go ahead, finish up. No, no, that's that's basically it. I I didn't question it at the time. Now I think that it's if that happened to me, like if if our positions have been reversed. I would have said, you go ahead and take the shot. That's that's crazy. That's got to be a bug. Take the shot, and we'll ask about it later. But well, here's like let's let's ask another. Well, not ask another question, but let's consider another. You know, results of this, which is not just you know arc check specific, but game specific. 
how many outmaneuvers and how many fearlesses are getting triggered by this error? You know, f um, fearless, it's going to be very, very, very rare because at range one, the discrepancy is is very low. I mean, probably five, six pixels. So it's going to be really low. But I mean, that's... Five pixels out of 100 is, you know... Yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it's not, it is small, but it's not nothing. No, it's definitely, it's definitely happened. There's no question that it's happened. It's just that it's so, it, when the, when the discrepancy is that small, it's kind of hard to not just chalk it up to, huh, that's, that's weird and move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but it, it has definitely happened. No question. Outmaneuver has happened when it shouldn't. It hasn't happened. Which way would it be? It would be that it has happened when it shouldn't happen. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's definitely happened. It's had real game effects that people just never even knew it had. Now, yep. here's another thing. All right. So now all ships have front, back, and side arcs. Yeah. Do those together make 360 degrees? If they do, then not only is the front arc too narrow, the side arcs are too wide. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's like 2.0 has really actually exacerbated the problem a little bit because now it's there are actual... Uh, side arc effects in the game, you know, the uh, dedicated and lots of other ones, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. I, I think it will get fixed. I just would not be surprised if it follows the pattern of the eight or ten other things that I've suggested for the game that made it into the game, and it and it takes a year and a half. You know, we can only hope that the, that situation is rectified uh, before that. Um, the last, the last thing I wanted to talk about, and we only have a couple minutes left. Uh, no, so we'll take your time. I want to hear your TTS stuff. I really do. Okay. All right. Fine. Fuck it. We're going. We're doing it live. Um, I was having a conversation with some people in a tournament thread, and a gentleman ran a thousand tests. He ran tets, ten sets of hundred ten sets of hundred green dice. Now it has been explained to me that I know nothing about statistics. Which you've played poker with me, you will confirm this. Yes. Um, and it was explained to me that despite in a in a thousand rolls, uh, the dice did not come up. At, that the dice came up to on a sixteen. Let me let me back this up. I'm saying it incorrectly. There were three tests where the variability where the variance was greater than set than 16% on those 10 sets of rolls. Okay. There okay. was one set one where it came up the expected results. Like exactly now knowing the expected results within, uh, so I gave it room and I said within two each direction. Okay. How many dice are being rolled? He was rolling sets of a hundred. Sets of a hundred dice a thousand times. No, no, no. He was rolling set. He ran ten sets of a hundred dice for okay. a thousand total results. For a thousand total dice. Gotcha. Correct. Okay. Three of these results came up thirty-one evades, 
31 evades and four, uh, 43 evades. Right. Three of these results came up 35, 37, and 38. Okay. It was my, I am wondering how, if this system is supposed to be accurate, that level of variance, I was, I'm asking how that level of variance is considered correct. Because it seems to me that that is the far end of the curve showing up more often than it should be. Okay. So bear with me a little bit um, because I'm going to, I'm going to make a statement and then see if you can accept the statement intuitively and then we can discuss how it's true. Okay. So let's say that you flip a coin a hundred times and it comes up 48 tails. All right. So you've got um, 48 tails, 52 heads. All right. Okay. Now, if you, that's a, that's a different from the mean of two in either direction. Sure. Flips. If you flip uh, the, this, that coin another hundred times, the chances are equal that the variance from the mean will get bigger. So now you've rolled 200 times and let's say you've got 45, uh, you've got um, 93 tails, 91 tails. All right. Okay. The thing about that is, so the, the variance from the center has gotten bigger, but the actual variance of the 200 flips has not has actually shrunk. Um, the, the reason for this is that when you when you're going oh, when you're talking about a bell curve, when you're talking about a probabilistic bell curve, you're measuring things in standard deviations. You're not measuring things in the number of results that aren't perfectly average. Because the more dice you roll, the further and the, the, the higher the absolute number is likely to be from perfectly average. The problem, the thing is, the absolute number isn't what makes something fair or statistically balanced. It's standard deviation from the mean. All right. So there, okay. when, you're, when you're working with statistical equations, there's a lot of squaring and square roots because those equations recognize that fact that even if the number of tails continues to grow as you continue flipping coins out to a thousand, you started with only two tails from the mean. Once you've rolled a thousand, once you flipped a thousand coins, you might very well have 40 tails from the mean, right? But that doesn't mean that it's, it, that it's, less, it's less statistically average. Um, so probability is a, is an extremely non-intuitive concept for people because people think that average is what should always happen. And that's not true. And I can give you a a very simple example to prove that that's not true. The average of rolling three six-sided dice is 10.5. How many times have you seen 10.5 on three six-sided dice? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, 
part of me is getting this. So uh, the part of me that probably, well, the, the part of me that was actually good at statistics is fighting very hard with the part of me that says, but it's called the, fu- it's called fucking expected. Yes. So, um, so yeah, so there is, there's something called a chi-square test, right? Where, where you're judging, you're, you're rolling enough time that times that you can actually make a judgment on whether a die is valid or not. And in fact, if you, if you Google the chi-square test, um, you, you will find a very simple, plain English language way to test the die for whether it's fair or not. Now, if you do it for an X-wing die, you need to number the faces with, you know, Sharpie or whatever, because you can't, it's not enough to just know that a babe came up. You need to know that a babe one, two, or three came up. Right, but, right. Um, but you could you can actually find that and, and you can see how it works out. Um, it is perfectly average on when you're talking about a large number of random events is extraordinarily rare. What isn't rare is that one standard deviation bulge either below perfectly average or above perfectly average that accounts for about 60. I think it's 67% of results, maybe 68. I can't remember my statistics classes, but that, that bulge in the middle accounts for a tremendous number of roles. And if, if the, if the mean is in that bulge, then you're fine. So you've probably seen me bitch about the fact that, that I rolled three standard deviations below average while my opponent rolled a standard deviation above average. That's significant because three standard deviations below average happens less than 1% of the time. Um, so it's a, it's a real, it, it's like, and that was on a roll of, so 82 red dice, I got 52 hits. Um, and, uh, I'm sorry, 82 red dice, I got 30 hits. 52 misses. That is a 1% happening. Yeah. So I, the, the funny thing about it is that I used to bitch about Vassal Vice um, and, until I was convinced by being shown some data that I, I was just wrong. I've just, I have just had some of the most unlucky games that you would, you could possibly believe, um, you know, and these are games that are recorded. These are games that are that are streamed. Um, it isn't. It isn't confirmation bias. It's just happened, and uh, that doesn't mean that tomorrow it won't turn around and I'll start rolling average or I'll start rolling better than average or whatever. In fact, it's likely that that'll happen. That I'll start rolling closer to average on a consistent basis. But up to now, I've just been really, really unlucky. Um, as I, I, I sympathize. I sympathize. Yeah, I, and I think that's happening to you in uh, in Tabletop Simulator. Um, I I suspect that you are that you are dealing with some some negative variants, and it's we don't like to think most people most rational people have been taught that luck isn't real. Um, it, that's actually not true. Luck is absolutely real. It's just something that has occurred in the past. It isn't something that occurs going forward. Which is another thing you're going to have to teach me one day when we have a many draw shots of whiskey. 
and sure. a philosophy session because yeah, I don't fucking get that at all. At, at some point when this damn thing ends, we need to go out drinking and just not talk politics and just get drunk. Uh, you know, we're mature enough that we could talk politics, but we're not going to go. We're not going to do that uh, on the show. Um, thank you for the lesson on statistics. Um, I did not get that. I will struggle with this concept greatly, I expect, because I am a – my skills lie in the in the language and comprehension department. Let's call it that. Yeah. When I see the word expected, my brain goes, okay, I can't expect this or something similar. Right. And if I don't get that, my brain starts reacting very negatively. Yeah. And that's a, because that's, that's, that's a normal because, human response. Because to me, that's me being lied to. Yeah. The, so, the, thing that, the thing that might help is remember that expected value is always expressed as a percentage or it can be expressed as a fraction or something like that, but it's effectively a percentage. If somebody tells you something is 90% likely to happen, that is not the same thing as saying that it's going to happen. Um, especially, well, I've, made plans, I've made plans enough times using that expression to know that that's not true. Yeah. So, um, so just expected value is expected. It's, it's like when you slaughtered me in that poker hand, right? Your expected, <laughs> your expected hand uh, chance to win that hand was 20%. Uh-huh. All right. But it happened. Um, well, that's why they call it gambling. Sure. Sure. Um, but Poker is sort of unique in that when you know the percentages, you can shape pot, you can shape the pot size and your bets so that when people make calls of your bets, they are making an objectively probabilistic mistake. Now it's a uh-huh. probabilistic mistake. It isn't an actual mistake until the game's over. Yeah. Um, so that that's why I really enjoy poker for the most part is that I'm really good at making those um, I'm really good at judging those percentages. It's a combination of being able to do it in my head and of just repetition. Um, and I, and I know how to bet size so that, uh, so that I can make people make mistakes if they want to call me. Um, it yeah. doesn't stop them, you know, but uh, you know, it's been, it's been very profitable for me in the past regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just did you. So are you back to playing tabletop? Because I know that you, I know that you told me that you uh, that you rage quit and, and to the point of uninstalling it. I did. So I did uninstall. Um, there is a German friend of mine. Shout out to Lambertus, uh, who routinely plays at the same time that my insomnia stricken ass is awake about two thirty Pacific time. Is and it insomnia when you drink a you know eight cups of coffee right before bedtime? You shut up. Um, <laughs> and we we have always had an enjoyable enough experience, despite the dice. That in order to keep playing with my friend, I reinstalled it. Okay. Um, and since then, it has the variance has calmed down. Yeah. It has not gone away. 
No, there are some will. Variants will never go away, man. It no, it no, no. It's never go away. It, it, I should clarify my variants. Right. It, it's not ever going to go away. You will a perfectly average game is is really rare. You are yeah. almost always going to be above or below the line of variance. That's the yep. way probability works. Yeah, so, which is which is which is what I didn't understand. Yeah. So that's that's um, my Maya culpa about not knowing how statistics work. So shout out to everybody in the Death Ray Attorney thread for being correct. Uh, I accept my mistake, uh, and to everyone except Money Master Matt, I apologize. <laughs> And that's one of the best things about Vince, guys. Um, it's been over a year now, I guess, Vince. And uh, a year and a half now. He he is never he has never been shy about just saying, uh, "Yeah, I messed up. My bad." Um, it's because there's, there's it, the, I try very hard to keep my ego out of debates about things that I have no personal investment in. Right. I have like, okay. I have been arguing with people about TTS dice for three months. Okay. I have been losing games that no, that in no world should I have lost none because TTS has decided no fuck you. (laughs) Like, there was one specific game that was such a matchup win for me. I, I I struggle to explain how bad I got robbed. I was running Luke Lando Jan. All right. Okay. Against Boba Amon, and I had the bid. Wow. Okay. The odds of me losing that game should be somewhere in the neighborhood of 8%. But, Lando should run completely wild. Yeah, but I should never hockey. take it. Exactly. I should be able to choose my arc because he can't turn away from Luke. If he turns away from Luke, I give arguably my best gun, the Jan buff. I'm hitting you with five to six red dice every turn of my choosing. After you've spent your mods on offense. Yep. I can't, like... That game should have... I, I should have moonwalked away with that game. But but you, instead, the, the, I rolled seven... Had, you rolled badly. I get it. He rolled great. Whatever. The, the choice that you have to make there in terms of the description is... Do, was I a hundred percent chance to win? No, I wasn't a hundred percent chance no. to win. So the question is, did I get unlucky or is tabletop simulator cheating? And the, the the reason that that's the question is if tabletop simulator or vassal is cheating on dice rolls, then it has to know who I am. And specifically be cheating toward me or against yeah. me. Sorry. And that's just not the case. That's yeah. not, you know, it's it's an Occam's razor thing. If if the choice is I either got really unlucky and losing an eight percent game is really unlucky, 
or Vassal is picking is literally picking on me because apparently Skynet has infiltrated Vassal and hates me. I'm gonna pick. I got really unlucky. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that you're you're. I think you're in a. Even now, I think you're in a more healthy place. I think that you're you're internalizing that at this point. It took me a while, man. I'm telling you, I thought Vassal was. I thought Vassal was the random number generator was absolute garbage. I thought it was crap. I, 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 it was ruining. I, it was costing me my love for X-Wing. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it would be, it, it was so bad and I can bring, I can bring on the show or bring in people like a hundred people who will say, I saw Vince get fucked. Yes, Absolutely. And it's I'm it's, I, it's I, journalism. Yeah. Um. And the, nobody's nobody is questioning that. The only question is, well, do you think Vassal is uh, Vassal or Tabletop Simulator is specifically cheating against you? Because somebody, no, I, I, I didn't think that it was cheating against me. I just thought that it was programmed to have more variance than a game should have. Hmm. That's all I thought. I I honestly thought that the dead Vassal's dice were simply resulting in more variance than should have happened. That's that was the extent of my conspiracy theory. Yeah, I um so that that's basically when when that was proven to me that that wasn't the case. That's that's basically when I when I settled down on the vessel dice stack thing where it was just like, yeah, this is there is no difference between these 10,000 vessel dice results that I've been shown and rolling the dice 10,000 times and writing down what I rolled. There's, yep. there's no appreciable difference there. Um, um, another thing that's just not intuitive to people, uh, David Stewart and I talk about this all the time, stre- a, a, a string of random results without streaks, even remarkable streaks, a string of random results without streaks is not a string of random results. Streaks are a part of randomness. That's just that's true. Uh, that's just how it goes. And when they impact you in a negative way, it absolutely sucks. Yeah. But it's just a part of randomness. Um, yeah. I think we both agree that that it's good that X Wing has variants, right? We don't want to play chess in space. I don't think it would just be it would just be a different game. Yeah, it would be a game that I wouldn't enjoy because I'm not willing. I I remember when people started talking about reps, putting reps in to X-Wing, and I just, I, I swear, I, I I can't even express how many times I just face-palmed because I was like, these are people talking about X-Wing like they're talking about training for the Olympics. Who well, the fuck has time for that shit? Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to stop you there for a second. When people say reps in this context, I think they're purely talking about playing a game, playing a list as much as possible so that they can respond to the widest variety of of situations. When I say I need to put more reps in with the list, that means that I know that I may have gone six and oh with this shit. Like in two weeks, I may have gone, I may have boarded four out of my six games 
and just, I mean, this thing is a monstrosity of nature. This is wrong. That doesn't mean that I still don't need to practice because the level of play that I have been getting is not the same level of play I will face when I go to an organized event. To See, me, that's what I, reps means. I get I get it. That is what reps mean. That's my understanding as well. My point is X-Wing to me is a hobby game, and I don't have time to do that. I I don't have the interest in doing that. I play all six factions. Uh, what what strikes me as being fun to play on Saturday at a Saturday tournament, I may be bored of when it comes to Sunday, and I may take something to a tournament that I've never flown before. I do that constantly. So my my point is, as someone who doesn't want to play chess in space, because I don't want to put in reps, I don't want to practice X-Wing. I just want to play X-Wing games. I'm glad that variance exists. I'm glad that I can put my list on the table against a better player and have a chance of winning the game. Uh, I'm glad that I can put my list on the table against a better player who has practiced and have a chance of winning the game. Right? I, I think I, that's, just that's understandable. So... I, that's I, what I mean. I, I just, I, I don't, the idea of, it's like when I when I toyed with going pro or at least semi-pro in poker, um, I, I thought about it and I was like, do I seriously want to have to play and feel like I absolutely have to play 40 or 60 hours at the table every week? Yeah, I know. Do I just want to play poker? And the answer was, I just want to play poker. Yep. Um, you know, that's anyway. I, I I am disappointed by your story about TTS. I expected much more wailing and gnashing of teeth. That's I, I just so. I mean, there would have been if you had told me I was correct. Well, but I am a humble man. Well, that's a lie. Um, I am a honest man who I also is don't think that I also don't think that your the things that you feel about things are are incorrect I just think that you're you don't have the background in statistics and stuff um, is which all. is what they were telling me and I'm just mad that I have to accept that they were correct yeah do it man take a so, the, so statistics is the last math class I took I took calculus in the summer between my sophomore and junior years in high school. And I never took another math class. The closest I got was statistics in college. Um, so, and, and it was, uh, it was a fascinating class. If you're ever really want to be bored, spend $60 and take us, take, go to ocean college or go to um, San Francisco uh, State University and uh, and take a statistics course for sixty dollars. Um, you, you, I think you'd enjoy it. I honestly do. I I remember that standard deviations is literally where my brain went completely blue screen. Yeah. Well, that like there was there were concept like like geometry. I have a good eye. Right. It make geometry makes perfect sense to me. You put in standard deviations, and for whatever fucking reason, my brain goes, I have no idea what the fuck is going on right now. No, no, and, and I'm with you. There, there is a reason that 
So we're both we're both very bright guys. There is a reason. Uh, yeah, maybe you are. No, uh, you're you're a very bright guy. There is I think a I talk a better game than I play. There's a reason that I stopped taking math classes. And the reason is that math is work. Math, math is actually, <laughs> math is the point where uh, I, I clearly remember in like junior high school, uh, sixth, sixth grade, maybe sixth grade, where we were studying the distributive, uh, we were we were studying factoring, right, of, uh, of equations. And it was like 3x plus 3 factors out to be three times the quantity of X plus one. And I clearly remember not being able to get where that one came from. Where's the one? I don't, I don't understand that. And that just freaked me out. It was the first time in my academic career ever that I didn't understand something on the first read or the first attempt to do it. And there's a reason that I, once I got through calculus, I was done because math is hard, math takes work, math makes you bend your brain. As an English major, I went to law school. I am much more comfortable with answers that are primarily opinions. I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> so take statistics, you'll enjoy it. I enjoyed it. It's not a real math class. I think that if you take it again, that you will you will get standard deviation. It's not a real math class. Uh, all right, it isn't. It isn't like you're not solving differential equations. You're the the rules of statistics are are very uh, are very straightforward rules. Like there's, uh, it, it isn't a matter of you have to know the quadratic equation and how to plug it in places. Um, I'm pretty sure I forgot statistics that. are a lot easier. So. On this, uh, so we will leave it on that. That Vince needs to take another statistics course before he keeps talking about knowing what how to play X Wing. And uh, thank you everyone for joining us on this much more, what shall we say, wordy edition of the Wide World of Wargaming. We'll be back next week, hopefully with Drew and hopefully with some points because apparently the anonymous sources are saying and that it do. will be next week. Fingers crossed. So, Fingers crossed. Uh, by the way, Aaron Kraken down to 34 points, please. That is all. Y'all have a good week.